0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Variant Cast. We are fresh off a Marvel movie, which means I am joined here by Trent, the man who has not missed a Marvel movie since that one Fantastic Four movie that got canceled in the sixties. It's
1: facts. How you, do- How doing, you doing, Trent? Coming off a Marvel movie and a finale, so we got a lot of talk. We got a lot to talk about today
0: it's gonna be a mcu heavy show so if you're into that make sure to stick around we're probably gonna start off with some invincible what why don't you let them know what we got today for them
1: yeah as you said we're gonna start off with some invincible and then we're gonna jump into some loki and then after that talk some marvels because that just came out and then Mm -hmm. uh get to some some headlines that i got for you ty and then we'll end with a couple movie reviews
0: heck yeah so uh just jumping right into it like just just straight into it uh invincible episode two is what uh kind of went through and um uh, mm-hmm. it was a pretty good episode i, I mean it kind of goes without saying when it comes to invincible the quality is gonna be there mm-hmm. uh but uh, what what did you think of this episode and where do you I, think it's going
1: i liked it a lot um i i like i seem to like the direction that the series seems to be going um it seems like it's kind of expanded on last season the cast seems to be a little bit bigger and uh i feel like we're getting we're getting more time to know each character and uh, i'm really liking it so far
0: yeah yeah i love that uh with with eve's powers i think everyone kind of has the same thoughts like oh she could just like change matter isn't she like a god can't she just like end world hunger and all of this stuff. And you kind of get to see that, uh, elaborated on it. I really enjoyed it. I, 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 liked the, I guess you could say like the monkey paw curling. Anytime she did anything, it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can get a nice little park for the, that, uh, <laughs> that mother and daughter. They're just going to die in a sinkhole from it. No big yeah. Deal.
1: yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. Um, I really liked how it touched on that side of things. And, uh, it showed her like building those construction sites and then being like, but she actually like doesn't have any construction experience. So she doesn't like that wouldn't actually hold up under, uh, under any like structural uh, integrity, you know?
0: Yeah. She still has to have like the mental like place. Yeah. It it makes sense uh, on that set of things. I do like that. They continue. Did you see like the, the E Adam Eve, like origin special? Yeah. 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 For anyone, For anyone that didn't watch it, it's like same Invincible style, but it's all about Adam Eve, how she got her powers, kind of her whole origin and kind of expands upon her home life a little bit. Um, If you're curious as to why her dad is the worst, that is never explained necessarily. He's just a piece of shit. Just (laughs) by every uh, framing of the word, that dude is the worst. Uh, and he doesn't know it (laughs) he's completely oblivious to the fact that he's the worst
1: yeah it really makes you feel for adam for adam eve and uh yeah she's like i feel like one of the best characters in in the show
0: i was a i was a bit surprised um obviously the the show kind of deviates from the comics but it stays like fairly close to it and i know like general plot points of the comics but i don't know like the exact like storylines or anything like mm-hmm. that um i've only really read the comics up until like the season one so with i was a bit surprised that we got uh amber just because like since they were kind of deviating from things uh and kind of how her reception was yeah. i almost kind of felt like she was just gonna get like Mark, like take it off to the side and just forgotten about. Uh, as we got into the new season, they would focus more on Eve and Mark, but uh, they, they're not doing that, yeah. which is subverting my expectations. And I'm interested to see where they go with it, because mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have the same vitriolic hate for her as uh, certain corners of the internet does. Uh, but she's just like a strangely written character, yeah. uh, almost to the point where she knows that she's uh unrealistic <laughs> in a sense uh but i'm i'm really enjoying that side of things the kind of dynamics of their friend group uh i one of the better uh written ones i think we've gotten out of like a high school comic book story for sure
1: yeah definitely and uh, a couple different notes that i had was uh the that opening scene it was very much like amazing spider-man 2 i felt like except done way better cuz it was like mark trying to get to his graduation while also Mm -hmm. trying to go solve a crime but (laughs) i thought that was really good
0: um i i had a similar thought it's just like this is kind of just the best spider-man peter parker story we've ever gotten (laughs) yeah
1: exactly i had that exact same thought and uh love the title card the the breaking of the title card instead of the the um the blood splattering on it because i'm pretty sure that's how One of the graph, one of the like um, volumes of the graphic novel was. And I like how they're like adapting that to be like the title card for each season.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess the, since I said Spider Man, do you think uh, they're leaning pretty heavy into this multiverse stuff? Uh, There was famously a Spider Man Invincible crossover. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a little bit of a tease on the social media, but do you think that's something that could happen with Sony's involvement
1: so the thing is is if it's longer than 30 minutes Amazon has the the TV rights to Spider-Man
0: oh so that's another reason
1: why people think that that why it could happen (laughs) so So all these things like like could make a possibility of it showing of him showing up but I really I like
0: I just don't see how it would fit into the story. I don't know. There's a little smoke there in 30 minutes. Like, I don't know. Does the entire episode have to be 30 it's minutes just, or yeah, just
1: 30? Just the episode has to be 30 minutes.
0: Okay. So, I mean, you could do a part one and a part two or the part mm-hmm. one is just no Spider-Man. Part two has Spider-Man. They could definitely do it. They could definitely work around some stuff. Yeah. So uh, there
1: was a, uh, there was a uh, reportedly like a Phil Lord and Chris Miller silk show that was going to be headed to Amazon but um, oh, okay. I don't think that that's moving forward. But yeah, Amazon owns the rights to like long, like long period Spider Man TV yeah. series, and yeah, the I... the actor for Spectacular Spider Man is in the cast list for season two. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, there was that, and then there was also like they put out a like it was like a screenshot where one of the characters had a phone and on the phone was a pixelated version of the (laughs) spider-man invincible like crossover cover so they're heavily hinting (laughs) it but i could almost see them just doing like a if they have the rights doing a cameo and then maybe teasing that crossover for later down the road yeah uh i just think they would want some more promos some more hype behind it uh than just a random random weekly drop like i think oh yeah oh yeah it's spider-man what are you gonna do yeah um, but uh two episodes in we're getting a few different plot points about the future villains of the show uh who may be kind of showing up in later episodes and uh they i think they do one of the best jobs in television of like kind of building that up uh so when it comes around you're not like oh who's this villain of the week kind of yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: definitely. And uh Ben Schwartz, voice of Sonic, great addition as the uh the the alien, like the shape-shifting alien guy. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought he was really good in it.
0: So, uh maybe you could clarify for me cuz I don't I don't I didn't really under- I understood it. I understand that he's a Martian. I mm-hmm. get that side of things. Uh is, is he evil?
1: I think I think he is evil. I think yeah. he's like trying to like infiltrate cuz he's like totally not not a not an alien totally normal dude here like trying to make me join your team so it definitely makes me seem like something something's up with him
0: yeah and i, I was kind of wondering and i'm glad they went that route why he wouldn't just like go be a superhero uh having those abilities and knowing that like the martian man dude was a superhero in this universe i guess he didn't know that though until he saw the news report so yeah interest interesting stuff yeah they're, they're setting up uh, I I will say uh, the Guardians of the globe roster getting pretty large.
1: yeah, very large. It's a l-
0: large roster. I don't know if they have a limit on things or to me it almost seems like they're setting up for a lot of people are gonna die. Like there's going to be like a bloodbath and we haven't really had one since that first episode of season one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So kind of feels like we're setting up for that again where they might kill off a few, but could be interesting.
1: Yeah. No, I look forward to the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. But uh, you don't have to look forward to any more seasons of Loki, Trent. That's facts. That's facts because it's over. (laughs) It's done and gone and uh, maybe Tom Hiddleston's last role in the MCU, although I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he said <laughs> that this was the end for the character mm-hmm. or whatever, but let's be real. We Like they said that about a million times with Tony Stark, and we're probably going to get another Tony Stark story. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had... The finale was about an hour long Uh, before I started watching it. For some reason, I don't know. Disney Plus kind of just profounds me. Sometimes it'll just put me back on season one. I don't know (laughs) why. Why? Uh, I think it's because like multiple people use the account and then someone Mm. will watch the last episode that it throws me all the way back. So I I first watched the first five minutes of the season one finale uh, and then started the season two finale. Um, I found it interesting of note that the season one finale was 15 minutes shorter than the season two finale. So uh, (laughs) they at least gave us those 15 minutes to kind of tie some things up and uh, go through that. So uh, what I want mean, you kind of take us through the the start of the episode where we had Loki kind of uh trying to fix things and how he we went about that.
1: So yeah, he was uh finally learned to control his time slipping and he was uh jumping back and forth trying to Oh, he was He's... trying he was trying to go back in time to make them go into the the big reactor to put the thing in there right or was that the episode before
0: yeah see half of this is because i want to stop talking so i asked trent the other half is i'm testing it (laughs) to see if he remembers uh but no he uh he was like okay i need to go Mm -hmm. back and fix it and then they were like oh what did i do wrong ob he was like well you we needed to do this earlier so he goes back all the way to like the first yeah well the first initial time that they were like hey we're gonna do this And he says, "How long would it take for me to learn and have your understanding of this stuff so I could do it myself?" And he Mm -hmm. says, "Centuries." So he takes centuries in, I guess, the time that has already happened before this groundhog day situation. Yeah, (laughs) real groundhog day situation (laughs) going on, and he just kind of learns all about these. mechanical whatever 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 quantum 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 mechanics and he eventually comes back knowing everything he needs to know and he does everything over and over again and it's kind of insinuated that he he's done this more times than they show and he's been doing this for centuries like a like a real dormammu i've come to bargain situation Mm -hmm. and he finally gets it does everything perfectly, and then finds out, hey, yeah, this isn't going to work.
1: Yeah. I love how he's like, he's like, don't drop it. He's like, whatever you do, don't set the loom down. And then he like goes to set it down, and he's like,
0: wait, I got to pick it back up. I got to pick it yeah. back up. It will roll off, which uh, <laughs> I kind of wish we got the, like maybe a post-credit scene of it, of that like uh, event of it rolling off. <laughs> yeah. And his reaction to that, I bet that was... Uh, would have been comedic, but what they did show us uh, was after he realizes uh, there's no multiplying by an in- infinite, which I was thinking the whole time, and I probably could have told him before he spent uh, thousands of years. Like you're building a multiplier to multiply the output, but you're not setting a limit on the output. So like you're He's just gonna, gonna keep, need infinite amounts of multipliers. So yeah. it does work for a little bit until it reaches that throughput and then it explodes again. So gotta come up with a, a different solution. So he goes back to when him and Sylvie killed he who remains and he's trying to figure that out. How to stop her. And she uses the line that she uses in season one, uh, that she repeats that you'll have to kill me to stop me. And they keep teasing it, like, "Oh, is he gonna kill her? Is he finally gonna be like the only way I can stop this is by killing her?" Uh, and there's a pretty cool moment with He Who Remains where he pauses time and he's like, "Oh, so how long have you been at this?" Because they kind of have a similar power set in mm-hmm. uh, an understanding, and he learns that you know Loki's a bit more powerful than he thought because he has no concept of time at this point. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it gets. To the point where Loki really is left with no options. He has to either kill Sylvie or just figure it out. And he just figured it out. I said, hold up. Let me get on my god shenanigans. Let me grow some big horns. (laughs) Let me grow some big horns and just walk down this (laughs) ramp. And I, I thought this was the solution from the beginning. Because like, when Timely gets spaghettied, Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking, okay, well, Loki never gets spaghettied. So why doesn't Loki just go out there and do it? And we know now that the the multiplier wouldn't have worked and all that stuff, but probably would have saved him a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But he said, screw it. I'm going to just, you know, walk out there, grow some big horns, and turn this shit green, I guess. Yeah. Hold the timelines together for all of eternity. (laughs) So, So then he goes through and kind of all the timelines are dying for some reason i'm guessing because there's no one to like watch over them or they're just going haywire they're just like yeah <laughs> so he grabs every single timeline and he walks <laughs> up a staircase uh to where he human remains thrown is that is now just kind of this rock and as he's doing it he's pulling all these branches up and he takes his spot on the throne and they give us this wide shot where it looks like kind of the the Norse mythology tree of life, mm-hmm. um, which is now I'm guessing the new analogy for the multiverse is it's this tree with all these branches uh, and at the center of it is uh, Loki who remains. Uh, <laughs> and I imagine we will probably get a uh, appearance from him in Secret Wars. Oh, wow. And we also did get kind of a secret wars drop, um, where they said like there will be war. A war like un like unlike any other. Yeah, multiversal war.
1: So we got definitely definitely headed towards that. Like and I there, I don't think that there's any way Loki's not gonna be a part of that.
0: Yeah, no, there's there's just no chance. Uh they're trying to be sly by saying it's his last time like oh don't expect him to show up. he's gonna show up come on come on now secret wars <laughs> secret wars and he's like the multiversal god in this or maybe he would be too powerful but i don't know i don't know about I don't that know. i read
1: some theories that maybe there's they're setting up the different like the different beings so loki's time um wanda wanda died so maybe she's magic or maybe she's um I forget what they said that, but like maybe they're building to have like these, these like five beings that are just like the most powerful beings. Cause that's how it is in the, in the comics they had like, uh, I don't know if it's the beyonder or somebody like that where, but like during the infinity war comics, like these beings come in and they're like, like, yo, like stop, stop messing with the flow of the flow of everything. like, we're yeah. we're, in, we're actually in control of this and you like you you need to stop. So
0: yeah, and that could be them or it could just be Loki saying, "Hey, you need yeah. to chill." Yeah. And I'm sure we'd get some great moments there with uh like Thor and all of that. So I I imagine Thor will be there. Oh, he'll oh, yeah. probably be there. Yeah. 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 Uh I there was a Mania reference um uh, in there where they said there was a variant on a 616 adjacent realm being oh, yeah. the the quantum verse or the what is that what is called the quantum I don't know. realm the quantum realm uh so they talked about that a little bit they said but they handled it so we got nothing to worry about uh but i think they got something to worry about because i remember seeing an after credit scene where there was like a giant stadium full of kings so maybe yeah. they should look into that
1: yeah a literal <laughs> army of kings so that's definitely something to
0: worry about it must have hit a tva blind spot there
1: yeah as well as like i feel like we still haven't uh if you remember back to the deadpool the deadpool 2 post-credit scene uh he, he did some time traveling too that uh may have fucked up some some timelines there went back and yeah. killed baby hitler uh went back and did some other did some other things
0: yeah and we'll, we'll probably talk about that more when we get into the marvels but uh I think that I think uh, you bringing up the fact that uh, Wanda died. I think she's going to stay dead. uh, At least the six one six Wanda that we've known this whole time. Uh, I'm willing to bet that she stays dead. And the reason for that is just I think they want to give her um, like a, I guess, more proper backstory uh so they're probably gonna bring in a like alternate universe wanda that's like been with her brother this whole time and they'll like bring them in together again would be my thinking and then she'll be a bit more like villainous rather than the uh i guess 616 wanda got villainous towards the end but it was kind of out of left field uh the wanda that we knew for the majority was like trying to be heroic and i think you'll get probably a more developed with They'll basically just be pulling like a comic version of them. Yeah, uh, I could I could see that happening, uh, and just keeping six one six dead. But who knows? Who knows? Um, speaking of six one six, though, we got a movie in the main timeline, yep. which I guess all of the movies take place in the main timeline for the most part, or yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, just start off we'll uh not get into spoilers just yet because this movie did just come out and judging by the box office numbers you probably didn't see it uh but Trent how did you like the movie um I think me and the five people that were in my theater
1: last night uh enjoyed the <laughs> uh, I mean we all seem to have a good time you know it um the there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going online and uh there's a lot of like hate that this movie's getting but I don't I don't think that it's as bad as everyone is, is putting it out to be. Um, There's some really enjoyable stuff in it. Um, There's some really fun moments. There's some moments where like, it was like kind of reaching towards some, some Malekith vibes. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) But, (laughs) but, uh, but for the most part, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, there's, there's a lot to like about it, I think.
0: Yeah. I, I think I will say, yeah, I probably didn't need a villain. Probably yeah. could have just done no villain. Uh, I, She's fine. I just don't think... I don't even know her name. Uh, <laughs> female Ronan the Accuser uh, yeah. comes in with something that looks like the Power Stone that is never elaborated on ever. <laughs> uh, that, that's her character. And at first I thought it was going to be revealed to be the power stone that she got from a different universe or something, but uh, it doesn't seem to be the case. It's just a really strong hammer.
1: Yeah. Just energy weapon.
0: That she <laughs> but can just touch against her gauntlet. Apparently. Yeah. Overall, my, my feelings were pretty similar. I, th- I thought it was a, you know, pretty good movie in terms of like watchability. It was probably m- my f- favorite mcu movie in a minute like i liked black panther 2 but this one didn't drag at any points for me i think black panther 2 definitely drags when they're in like the city uh i think it's chicago when they're in like the american cities it it gets pretty slow for me yeah uh but and then quantum mania has its issues and I can't even think of Guardians if another good, movie. That's, that's oh, Guardians like, is good. Uh, yeah, that's not, so uh, <laughs> that's that's not counting action. Guardians, uh, it's it's a super enjoyable movie, and it doesn't feel like a another MCU movie to me. Uh, to me, it feels kind of like a classic uh, girls comedy uh, mm-hmm. in the vein of like you know just just the girls going out and doing wacky shit, uh, and they you know build. Uh, nice camaraderie between them and you get a bit of team building, you get a bit of just goofs and gaffs. Uh, there's some random, random scenes where, you know, randomly they're just on a planet where some of the people can only understand you if you sing, <laughs> which I don't get. Cause to me, that's more of a cadence rather than language. Like that's more <laughs> of a delivery Rather than a language, yeah. But I, I digress. It's a, it's a silly space movie, and you get a lot of silly space stuff, and I, I enjoyed it. I really did. I liked all of the goose stuff, all the little kittens. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not anything groundbreaking, but it's a super fun movie, and it's not like overstaying its welcome with runtime. So,
1: yeah. I think this is one of the shorter. I think this is one of the shortest MCU movies that's come out. Um, Yeah, especially the recent ones. Yeah, yeah, and you could really feel it. I feel like, uh, I feel like the movie like, there's some scenes where, where I felt like it needed more. Like I felt like it needed a little bit more room to breathe. You know,
0: and it's almost like it was a lot of the stuff for me. It feels like they cut a lot of the, like, like if I were to guess, it feels like they cut Solo uh, Carol stuff. Yeah. And I'm guessing they were just like, oh, we need to just make this about the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Just the Marvels. Yeah. Uh, rather than about her. And I think she's a lot more likable in this movie than she was in the first one. Because, like, while I like Captain Marvel as a movie, I can understand the... She's not the most likable character thing. Uh, mm-hmm. She gives just like eh, vibes yeah. uh so i could understand it even though it made sense in the context of the movie i think this one she plays a lot better uh and then her relationship with monica has some nuance to it uh, i think that needed more time yeah i think they kind of just glossed over that as well as uh miss marvel's relationship and uh kind of just her feelings about being in space. Cause I feel like she took it very well. Yeah. Just like, Oh, now I'm in space.
1: Yeah. And, um, there was like a point in the movie where like it became obvious that, um, like Miss Marvel was there or Kamala was there for captain Marvel and Monica was there for Carol. And there was like, they just like move on from things so fast. It seemed like in the movie, like it was like, Oh, that like, like, this what like this is like the main reason why you're all here now let's go do another thing
0: yeah and that's a great observation that like feels like what they were trying to do was this balance of carol's life and being captain marvel and being you know aunt carol and just being a normal person and you had a perfect setup where you have like someone who idolizes her captain marvel persona and then mm-hmm. someone that you know resents her for her actions as Carol, like you could have done a lot more with that. Yeah. And we, we kind of just get like a few just random moments. And then at the end she gives, she just gives Kamala's family, uh, her house. She's just yeah. like, Hey, <laughs> she's gone. Here's her house.
1: Congrats. Fuck all of her friends in Jersey too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck
0: her friends in Jersey. Fuck. <laughs> just- just ah, here's here's this new house in Louisiana, and they're all just stoked about it. They're like, "Yeah, yeah. Louisiana!"
1: Yeah. And their house is let's completely go. destroyed. Let's just, let's <laughs> hop into some spoilers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've already been dancing around them for sure. Uh, but Monica and Monica, Carol, and Kamala, they decide they need to, you know, stop her finally. And the villain decides, oh, I'm going to take the sun, like our sun, like the, the solar system sun uh, above Earth, which is conveniently not super affected by having some of its like sunness <laughs> yeah. taken away from it. Like they just were sucking away gas for like 20 minutes. Didn't really affect it. We got a good sun here in uh in the the Milky Way. Yeah, nice young sun. <laughs> nice young sun was able to <laughs> to book that. But also like what was she going to do? She was just going to slowly
1: Yeah, that's like, why I don't pull care. like does the it sun solve the energy from that universe and just go into this one and then
0: the sun just automatically absorbs but, it? How did she know it was the proper distance away <laughs> and like how would it have rotated how would the orbits have worked yeah were you going to were you pulling like the sun's gas and stuff into your dying sun which we'll get in late into later which i was to me <laughs> that was probably the worst part of the the movie to me in terms of writing um <laughs> was how the uh whole planet hala's sun was reignited by captain marvel at yeah, the she end didn't
1: think of that the whole time
0: she she didn't think of that at all, and like there was no consequences to her doing it. She just flew away. Yeah. So like she could have done that at any point yeah. and saved so many relations. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't, and um, that's kind of how she ended up in her situation where our son is getting pulled into the abyss. Um. It turns out the entire key was the bangits the, the bracelets bangles the bracelets from miss marvel that she went back in time with and i guess there was a lot of questions about how she altered the past in time travel because there was like oh you shouldn't she shouldn't have been able to do that uh but like they're cosmic they're cosmic bands yeah get over it they're yeah. just cosmic bands bro <laughs> uh so it's just cosmic bands uh she has one cosmic band enemy has the other cosmic band they let her get the cosmic band super easy like they they know that they could end the world but then they're just like ah well i guess and she still uses have- her powers to switch right next to where she is <laughs> <laughs> uh and also they have those switching powers right and then mm-hmm. the the way she was able to get the the bengal is just by stepping on kamala's head putting like the hammer against her head and was like you make a move i'll kill her why wouldn't they just use their powers in that situation switch and then like do some weird (laughs) that's that's also true (laughs) (laughs) like it feels like the switching power just like was there for set pieces but it wasn't there for actual like choreography almost yeah yeah like
1: i felt like another part
0: Was when they were on that uh,
1: they were on the Kree planet and they were trying to save all those people and Kamala realized that they couldn't save everybody, but there could have been a thing where like Kamala was trying to use her powers, switching to Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel would have to would like have to save them instead of Miss Marvel, and then like they would like build some tension between them. I don't know. I feel like there was there there could have been a lot more that they could have done with the use of the powers.
0: Yeah, but they end up she ends up opening this like ripping a time and space open to a different universe and then they're like wait you don't have to do this uh captain marvel could just fly into your sun don't you want (laughs) to just do that it's so much easier than this you don't even know how to move a sun have you ever relocated a son? I haven't. It's got to be difficult. And then the it opens. They decide they have to work together to close it using all three of their abilities. Um, Monica, they're going to shoot Monica with the power. She's going to absorb the power, and then she's going to go close it. She's going to go on the other side to close it, though, uh, because that's where it's like kind of opening so she goes on the other side and she's closing it and she's like you're not gonna make it through you're not gonna make it and then she doesn't make it captain marvel's all sad because not only did she lose her best friend she then lost her best friend's daughter who was like a family to her the last family she's had and now she's just there with Kamala, who is the new last family she's, she has, I guess, in that uh, transferable property. Uh, and also, literal, giving her transferable property in, <laughs> in the shape of Monica's house. I wonder
1: if, if if that was
0: Carol's house or if that was Monica's house. Because I think Carol... Did Carol own the house? That's a good point. Carol might have owned that. Well, I think Monica's mom... She original told Carol to take care
1: of to take care of monica so maybe she can. Yeah. <laughs> she's like you can take care of her you can keep my house
0: so yeah fun fun stuff <laughs> that, yeah. that, i'm very interested in the house uh but <laughs> Mon, we're basically we're all assuming that monica's in a different universe mm-hmm. um and they live happily ever after as captain marvel goes and Takes like two seconds to go reignite the sun on Hala. So Hala's got water, <laughs> they got um, air, and they got a sun now. So uh, big W for Hala all around. I think that will probably be a uh, location in a future movie for sure. And then we get the post credit stinger, Trent. Mm-hmm. Yep, talking about the first. Uh, the first one
1: I feel like was not really even a post credit scene but we'll talk about it. Uh, we get uh, Kamala kind of giving her best Nick Fury impression to uh, to Kate Bishop and Lucky the Pizza Dog. It's a great scene.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's a fun scene. I just don't... Like, it just doesn't make sense time-wise. Like, and she kind of says it like, I'm an adult. Like, what do you mean, kid Avenger? Like, kid superhero. Yeah. That's very like true. Like I'm an adult, I'm not really, and they—they're not really young Avengers. They—they they acknowledge it. I hope they play into more of a young adult Avengers new kind Avengers? of aspect. Just a new yeah. Avengers. Yeah, we don't need kid Avengers. Um, it, you're just not going to get it time wise unless you de-age people, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Because like what at this point, what Scarlett Johansson was like 24 when she reco- like when they. Uh, filmed the first, like, Avengers and Iron Man movies.
1: Yeah. Like, Hailee Steinfeld is literally, like,
0: older. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, by the time they would film, like, most of the cast is going to be older or around the same age as the original Avengers cast, like, in their late 20s to 30s. And, like, they could, sure, they could pass for their young 20s, but they can't pass for 15-year-olds anymore. So they really got to get that figured out. Uh, If they do decide they want to do that.
1: And, like, they're going to have, like, there's not very many, like, young people to add on to the team, right? Like, there's maybe, like, four or five of them. Are we counting Shang-Chi? He's not really, like, young. Yeah, no.
0: (laughs) I think Shang-Chi's definitely, like, going to be main. I think you would be looking at, uh, like, the kid Hulk that showed up at the end of She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be looking at, uh, like, uh, the the star girl from, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah, America Chavez. Yeah, so she'll, she'll be there. I got the kids, uh, the
1: WandaVision kids. Oh no, wait, no, they're in a different dimension. They disappeared. Well, they'll
0: <laughs> they'll bring them in. They'll yeah. definitely bring them in, and that's one that you could recast and have younger kids if you want. So that would work. Yeah, and then you have Cassie. Funny. There, there's plenty they've been setting it up but they've been doing it so slowly that it's like and they haven't even announced this movie that they're now teasing in yeah. other movies so like i don't see how this project's less than four years down the line yeah and i don't see how that makes any sense unless you're saying like kamala and kate are like the leaders and they're gonna be like in their mid-20s leading a group of like high schoolers i can <laughs> see that yeah but also wildly irresponsible. Uh, but tell us about the the next stinger that is uh, our scene that's a bit better.
1: So Not better, but, we but end more movie, interesting. Assuming that uh, Monica died or Monica's stuck in another dimension, uh, one of the two. Just just floating in space somewhere. Yeah, she's floating in space. So we get her waking up in a uh, like a medical bay and uh, she wakes up right next to her mom. So we're assuming that it's an different dimension, not the dimension that we saw in multiverse of madness because she was killed there. Another interesting tidbit that she was like, I would never want to be captain Marvel when like there's literally that other, that other dimension where she, where she did become captain Marvel. But uh, yeah, she wakes up, she sees um, what's, what's Maria, Maria Rambo. And then uh, she looks around and sees beast from the X-Men see Kelsey Grammer,
0: Yeah just like that and it feels like it almost <laughs> confirms like especially cuz they show the door and like the doors like very much like 2000s X-Men door yeah. to me and he says charles uh, yeah they they heavily insinuate that this is the Fox universe that we're seeing i feel uh even though the designs are a bit different and obviously we never had maria in the last one but i i think this one's they're definitely insinuating that so we'll probably get the first class cast then
1: no the like the original cast because kelsey Grammer think, was on the original
0: was on the original team you don't think that oh yeah because we're gonna get hugh jackman so they're gonna want to have the original x-men cast yeah mm. that's interesting
1: and, wonder- and 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 uh uh Sir Patrick Stewart was already in Multiverse of Madness.
0: Yeah, I, w- I wonder how they're gonna do this because, like, you assume they're gonna want to do X Men movies, yeah. and I'm thinking that this like scene is just a setup for Secret Wars. Like, this definitely feels like, hey, this is our first step into the Secret Wars. Like, yeah, setup. that's true. Yeah, like. It's going to be the Fox universe, and it's going to be the MCU, and then we, we're we probably going to get some Raimi and uh, Web universe stuff uh, mm-hmm. as well. So, But I think those will be the two main universes. So like, how do they do this in the sense of, if they want to do a Wolverine movie, are they just going to do a Hugh Jackman w- Wolverine movie? I think... It's gonna be it's gonna be
1: real convoluted. I feel like it's gonna be like we're we're gonna do this. Here's all the movies that you liked before, but also we're we want to restart from the ground up because those other movies messed up these storylines, and we're trying to we want to tell these. Just please, for God, please don't do another Dark Phoenix movie.
0: <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> Just one more time Trent. We got <laughs> to try it one more time. <laughs> uh yeah, no. It it should be interesting how it plays out. It's almost not worth speculating because I feel like the success of movies definitely like just changes what they're going to do. Yeah. Like if the next few projects don't do well, um I could definitely see them just moving into secret wars is a hard reboot. Like we're going to just hard reboot the franchise here. Yeah. Uh, but if, th- if they have like some momentum going, I could see them continuing with their plans. Cause I think their plans is to continue this universe. They want it to keep going. Uh, it just really does seem like uh, due to reception, which I've always pushed back on a little bit. And, just in terms of the reasons people dislike it and i think i'm gonna gonna get a little little political and controversial here i i do think that the the mcu in terms of social issues uh, did do a bit too fast in the sense of what the western world was ready for because like they're very aware of overseas markets like china and editing out their the black characters from movie posters uh, putting a mask on T'Challa uh, for the Captain America or mo- uh, for the black Panther movie poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very in tune with those international markets, but they don't really seem to have any gauge on the uh, domestic market in the sense of they made a universe where they had, you know, you know, three movies series of just like all white dudes and they built a universe and they built a fan base cultivating that and then they were like hey we're gonna do the all new all different which i love a lot of those characters um but when you kind of just show that to a uh general audience i think they struggled with uh its understanding a little bit more uh and just having any like idea who these characters were to them they were just uh gender swapping and changing characters races willy-nilly even though they were characters in the comics uh and their storylines made sense uh in canon but i think it really just comes down to they just did a little bit too much too quick and they got a lot of pushback for it And they lost a lot of the fan base that they cultivated uh, in the first two phases. Uh, Because when I hear people say that the quality has dropped off on the MCU, I don't see it. I don't see how the Marvels is that much worse than a Dark Thor or a First Avenger or anything like that. To me, they're very similar in quality. Mm -hmm. Like I know what a really good movie is. And a lot of those aren't really good movies, but we got to the point where those are so celebrated and the, the new stuff coming out is considered so bad in just, uh, I guess corporate when it's always been that way. Yeah. Now you, now people just don't like it because they're sour to the idea of, you know, just the MCU and how the business of the MCU is ran.
1: Yeah. I think a part of that is just like the saturation of market almost because there's just so much content out there and so much like especially superhero stuff recently that um, like sometimes it could feel like Marvel's not doing anything new or different um, and there's like certainly cases where I feel like the quality has dropped off but that's not any like case of like secret invasion secret invasion in in quantum (laughs) mania specifically but uh it just felt like there wasn't like there wasn't love behind the project you know
0: yeah and i i think a lot of that is just what they've done uh with how they hire their directors as well like um because obviously there is the the like Social justice aspect of it that I don't I think is just kind of overblown in terms of uh, I don't think that's really what's affecting box office numbers uh, at all. (laughs) We've seen that Uh, I think it it is just general interest in the movies uh, and kind of just feeling like you already know what you're going to get from a Marvel movie. Uh, So why go out to the theater to watch this thing that you already know how it's going to feel? And I don't feel like that was the case with the marvels and i think that they unfortunately just got a bit of the pushback from what quantum was and what um what you know secret wars was i yeah. think secret wars probably did more harm than anything because it really was meant to lead into this yeah like this didn't secret have wars to into the, the marvels you know Nothing I mean, did not exist <laughs> in the in the secret wars the stories <laughs> secret wars when you're thinking about the entire story of the mcu is pointless yeah it's so unbelievably pointless and like they had such a cool story with the scrolls and they just botched it yeah. so bad
1: and you couldn't keep ben Mendelssohn alive one more fucking movie for, <laughs> for him to show up in the
0: Marvels. Oh my God. He would have been so good in the Marvels. <laughs> yeah. Like why, why did we have to waste him on secret invasion? I would have preferred that secret invasion just didn't happen or it happened later. Like we just, cause scrolls still exist in the universe. They're still yeah. kicking around. They're still refugees. They're still bouncing around everywhere. Yeah. Why, why did we waste one of the coolest storylines on this half baked, Uh, I I think that that really is the key for me is just how bad Secret Wars was and uh, I've been struggling with that one ever since yeah Uh, it it like it really hurt like my feelings towards the current state of the MCU Uh, especially when there's just a character that's now like more powerful than anybody uh, that looks goofy as hell with a Drax arm yeah yes (gasps) (laughs) But I would recommend seeing the Marvels. I'd recommend seeing it in theaters. I think it's a good theater movie. Go start swiping on Tinder. Find first nerdy girl you can find and be like, let's go see the Marvels together <laughs> uh, and have yourself a good time. It's literally one of the most enjoyable uh, like cinema experiences I've had a little bit just because of how short it was. I'm not a fan of long movies in the <laughs> in the theater. Yeah. So shout out for being short. Uh, shout out for being paced like a nine year old on cocaine. I enjoyed that, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I will watch. Uh, what was the director's name? Nia Dacosta. Nia. Nia, Nia. Oh
1: DaCosta. yeah,
0: I. She's one of the because she's like. The MCU gets a lot of hate uh, now, just for hiring no-name uh, directors and stuff. Which, fair enough, they're very scared of giving anyone a like with a name. I think they're just having trouble getting directors with names because directors with names don't want to be attached to MCU projects at this point. Yeah, uh, but I think they really got to just let the rain. Like, <laughs> they need to let the reins go on these movies. And start just hiring wacky directors, good directors that are going to do weird stuff with the characters. Because who cares if you need to retcon something? Who cares if the movie that they made isn't 100% in line with your universal vision? Just make a good movie and you can retcon all you want. You do it all the time. (laughs) like. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna be retconning and just making bullshit up as we go on with our cosmic bands, then why not just make good movies in the meantime? Yeah. Totally but yeah. That was the Marvels. Make sure uh, you watch it at some point, as I'm sure it'll have bearings on secret wars and all of that great stuff. And shout out shout out Naya DeCosta for uh, doing a pretty good job with uh what i imagine she was given uh i think in terms of a movie that i've heard about like crazy amounts of reshoots for uh it didn't show too much like i said it's paced like an insane person but it doesn't scream as a movie that's just incohesive it still is a cohesive thing so shout out to her for making a cohesive movie through all adversity
1: So uh, but, uh, you want to uh, you want me to give you some headlines, Ty?
0: Yeah, we got uh, I imagine some of these will include what we just talked about. Yeah. So <laughs> we got uh,
1: the first headline was that uh, Marvel's pushing back some some movies. I don't know if you saw this, but so next year, not. only getting one Marvel movie. Okay. So we're getting Deadpool next year in July and then after that we won't get another marvel movie until uh february of 2025 with okay captain america 4 harrison ford mm-hmm. and then after that we got uh the fantastic four in may so those are the next three mcu projects to look forward to
0: that's interesting so yeah one summer blockbuster and i mean It's probably a good thing. Uh, A lot of people will chalk this up to the movies being bad, but it's really just the actor strike. It was the actor writer strike really did affect the production on a lot of these things. Uh, And the fact that we're getting Deadpool is pretty cool. Probably just due to the fact that the writer is also the lead. (laughs) So that, that helps out. Yeah.
1: And um, I think that with these movies like Deadpool, it's like the first two Deadpool movies relatively relatively, low budget with like I feel like not a lot of not a lot of post time compared to your big Avengers your big Captain America where you have to CGI Hulk or CGI flying into it but um, yeah I think that uh, this just gives the the movies hopefully more time to be in post-production and more time to to get stuff figured out on on their end
0: yeah I'm I'm a bit surprised we're gonna get uh, Fantastic Four before Secret Wars and I imagine the reason they're doing that is it's gonna lead almost directly into Secret Wars Yeah, which I have mixed mixed feelings about for sure cause like I almost just want a Marvel Studios uh, Fantastic Four movie to just be a Marvel Studios Fantastic Four movie and if it's has the job of setting up secret wars i i do worry it could distract from that yeah but we'll just see how they do it see how it goes so on to the next headline so
1: uh our favorite our favorite actor jeremy allen white i don't know if you've seen seen this headline so uh there's an article that came out and apparently he sat down with with marvel he sat down (laughs) with a marvel executive Uh, he said it didn't go as he planned because, uh, here's the quote. He said, I had a beating for a kind of Marvel movie and I had an attitude. I think I played it all wrong. He said, uh, he said, tell me why I should do your movie. He essentially went in there and was like, tell, tell me why I should care about, tell me why I should care about your movies. And then they told him,
0: they told him essentially just to fuck off.
1: (laughs) So I thought that was really funny.
0: I did too. Uh I love Jeremy Allen White headlines. They're always just fucking funny for some reason. Uh <laughs> he gives good sound bites, but more importantly, I don't I don't think I don't think this was actually Marvel. Uh, cuz I don't think he would have said Marvel-y movie unless it it's, to me it's two things. It's one, it's a Sony movie. Or DC And he got approached he, he got approached for like Morbius. I can totally see them approaching the Hunter, Morbius. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that where they were like, hey, we want you to be the scorpion. And he's like, what (laughs) are you talking about, dude? I'm not going to be El Muerto, okay, guys? (laughs) (laughs) We want you to be secret agent spy Ben Parker. (laughs) 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 What the fuck are you on about? Uh or it's like a DC slash like Transformers property where that's why he's using the term Marvely. I don't think he would have said Marvely mm-hmm. if he was literally speaking to someone from Marvel Studios. That's true. He, like I I just don't think he would. So like I'm just thinking about I mean it's it's a funny thought because you know the studio executive or the casting director that brought him in was not expecting him to uh, say anything like that. Probably just expected him to be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be in this $100 million movie. But that's not how jaw rolls, dude. Yeah. The, the jaw is law. You got to get, <laughs> you, you get with it, bro.
1: Yeah. So love to see that. And uh, the last headline I got for you. So... Uh... Apparently, there's this movie that was made by Warner Brothers called uh, "Wiley e. Coyote versus versus Acme." Acme is apparently the name of the Roadrunner. Didn't know that, but um, or maybe 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 it's Acme. Maybe it's a maybe it's an organization, but um, in the movie. But um, so the movie was filmed a year ago. Got really good early press views, uh, starring John Cena, and produced by James Gunn. It was like a uh it was like a mix between 2D animation and live action. So it's kind of mm. like a Roger Rabbit situation. Um, but apparently Warner Brothers just canned it. Same as Batgirl. They just out of existence just just deleted it. And uh so everyone was pretty pissed about that. There's a lot of online backlash, people saying like why like it's literally getting good reviews they're literally saying like this is like the best movie of its kind since Roger Rabbit came out, but Mm. they're just like, they they just deleted it. But apparently as of like a couple days ago, Warner Brothers is allowing the director to like shop it around to different, to different, uh, streaming services.
0: Hey, that's a dub. I I imagine it will be a big success when it finally does come out. Yeah. As a story like that is something that will give you legs, uh for something like that as well as uh first of all we got to get this the warner brothers tax guy on the show i got questions for him i'm like how how much is this really saving (laughs) rather than just like
1: 30 billion for that for that for that tax write-off
0: i mean shit i would do the (laughs) same (laughs) sorry lost media that's just how we're gonna have to do it (laughs) uh they they gotta they gotta figure that out because uh yeah i think it's pretty silly that there's thing like media that people work really really hard on and this isn't this is far from a hot take this is like the most base lukewarm take you could have but uh you know these people work really hard on this movie uh the writers uh directors actors obviously uh and they have no stake in the financial aspect of it as most of them have already been paid and they did their work, and they just want to see it, and they want other people to be able to see it. But because of some stupid tax bullshit, uh, that they just don't get the opportunity to do so. So, you yeah. know, I'm really, really
1: hoping. What did you say it was called? It was called Wiley e. Coyote versus Acme.
0: Okay, so it, that it sounds fire. Uh, I wonder how the rights work with that, since it is like a very. Much I think since they
1: product. own the rights, they probably can sign off on uh, like the distributing rights for that specific just
0: release it it's fucking john give it to apple tv or something yeah for real but yeah um i guess let's just get into the uh movies that have actually come out uh like no hard feelings which you tasked me with watching uh last week Mm -hmm. and uh i enjoyed it i knew it would probably be a movie i would enjoy um I saw a good 20 seconds of it of uh her beating the fuck out of some kids naked <laughs> uh on a beach but I didn't get to hear it with sound and holy shit is it so much better with fucking man <laughs> playing in the background Oh yeah. And the the man song in general having uh the legs that it does uh I I I guess I can Get into spoilers for No Hard Feelings. There's not yeah. really any big spoilers. Really it's spoil No Hard it. Feelings. Go watch No Hard Feelings. It's <laughs> a good movie. Jennifer Lawrence is great in it. Uh, you get to see a lot of her, you know, range in the sense it's not a character she generally plays. Obviously, she'll she'll play the the bruh girl every once in a while, but uh, she's the kind of I, I don't want to say unattractive because she's definitely seen as attractive. In the movie, but she's seen as like a mess. She is a mess, uh, and she gets involved with this Craigslist post about a free car to you know that's forty thousand forty thousand miles on it. They never explain why it has forty thousand miles on it. <laughs> I want to know, you don't buy a Buick, put 40000 on it, and then just park it in a garage. You just don't do that. Uh, so there, there's like a joke at one point where he says, oh, yeah, my granddad shot himself in the car. And I <laughs> thought that was true. Like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, that's why it has 40,000 miles. Because he got <laughs> 40,000 miles and was done uh, living. And uh, she... Goes ahead and gets involved with this so that she can pay her bills so she doesn't have to move because she's so scared of moving on. Oh, no. And uh, you get hijinks and uh, her trying to have sex with this 19-year-old kid who doesn't really want to have sex with her. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's almost a rom-com, but it's not really a rom-com. It's kind of just a comedy comedy. Uh, and there's also just like this really beautiful rendition of man eater uh, so on good. the piano where <laughs> it's so good i was just like listening to it and i was like i i was like i hope they do the full song i hope this doesn't get interrupted because i'm fucking loving this yeah. it's like a piano cover of man eater uh, it's definitely i don't know if, part of the movie too y- yeah i don't know if it's sung by is it sung yep, by it that is. guy yeah he's a broad
1: he's like a broadway actor andrew bartholdman he's so good
0: andrew barth wait is it a a b I was trying to get him a cool jaw nickname, but Andrew I don't think boss. so a b f yeah, I don't think so uh, <laughs> but it, yeah he he kills this rendition it's generally if if you don't want to watch this movie if you're like, ah, I'm not really into these, go listen to that just out of context. It is so good. Genuinely yes. so good. Um, uh, and there's a lot of nice scenes in it. It's a heartwarming movie. It's a movie that makes you feel good, uh, while also giving you a few laughs at people's expense. Uh I'd say it's the perfect movie to watch if you uh had a bad day, because it'll no hard feelings, you know? Yeah. And I agree. I enjoy it too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm really liking this kind of back and forth uh, past the movie thing we got going on. Uh, yeah, I like it too. Really, really gives me like a chance to just watch something that I don't necessarily want to watch, and I have to task myself for the show. Uh, not that I didn't want to watch it, but just like finding time, like I. I watched that at 9 p.m. yesterday. I I never will just turn on a movie while sitting in my office chair and watch it at 9 p.m., but I did for this one, uh, and I don't regret it in the slightest. So uh, great recommendation there. And uh, for you, I have a nice little marvel of special effects. Uh, It is probably one of the best shot movies of the last five years, maybe ever. It, I'm giving it that high a praise. It's Nope. Okay. Uh, so Nope, as people listening have probably knows because it it's like a film movie. Like when you're telling the story of movies, you got to talk about Nope. Uh, Kiki Palmer is in it. You got Daniel Pereira in it. Uh, Jordan Peele directing, of course. Uh, he's done great you know kind of horror thrillers in the past with us and um get out this is nope and nope has the greatest night scenes you'll ever see it has some of the greatest like just portrayal of i'm gonna just leave it at that i don't know how much you know about this movie so <laughs> i'm gonna just leave it at that i don't want to give too much away uh the less steven there is a monkey and he wears a cowboy hat <laughs> oh is that all you know about the monkey uh no
1: i i, I know i think I know about the monkey
0: yeah there's a nice <laughs> little monkey scene in there <laughs> there's a couple nice little monkey scenes in there so I look uh to it. yeah yeah uh otherwise i want to thank everybody for watching that's going to be our show for today uh we'll be back next week with more invincible uh with some fun stuff about nope as well as whatever else we want to get into that week uh so yeah got any parting words for us trent
1: no thanks for listening and uh hope you tune in next week and i hope you enjoyed thanks everybody
0: thank you go watch some jeremy allen white movies do it actually do it